you're entering the entrepreneur's online business zone. Paycheck to Prosperity podcast is for the entrepreneur who strives to know everything about online marketing strategies, sales funnels, and automation. There's even a dose of practical wisdom, mindset exercises, and powerful encouragement. If you're ready to catapult your business into the internet stratosphere, strap yourself in and get ready to take off. Here's your host, Jerry Chambers. This episode is sponsored by Paycheck to Prosperity. Grab your Do You Have What It Takes to Be an Entrepreneur self-assessment at paychecktoprosperity.com. Hey, I hope everybody's doing all right out there and welcome to the show. Today... I have a special guest and actually a friend of mine that I met about three years ago online and uh, straight away when I was entering this uh, internet marketing field, I was reaching out to everyone um, who could give me information that I was looking for. So I really didn't know what I wanted to do and I looked into this type of business and actually his name is Jay Hunter, and he called me on the phone, and I thought, oh my gosh, I got the owner of this company to call me on the phone. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. He doesn't know that, but now you do, Jay. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I thought that was so cool, and that's why we're still doing business today is because he's personable and likable and a go-getter just like I am, and you're going to find out why, too. Um, Jay Hunter has been a project manager and IT administrator for over 10 years, and in his spare time, he he built a multinational virtual assistant company with over 40 team members in the Philippines, South America, India, Dominica, yeah, and the good old United States of America. He consults for over 100 clients and specializes in digital mediums and inbound marketing. Jay made this transition to operate his business full-time on Leap Day this year. That's February 29th. He is now fulfilling his true dreams and passions, and he travels to the Philippines a few times a year and actually just returned back with his family after developing his team for the entire month of May. So today with Jay, we're going to talk about delegating some of the tasks within your business, and he's going to teach you how to use his company. How are you doing, Jay, and thanks for being on. I'm... Fantastic. Thank you for that. Awesome. <laughs> Very warm welcome. And yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think if people just took a little more time into their business and, and more personable, that uh, I think they'd get some better results. You know, I mean, people can, you know, there's competition in every field. And if you can really show them that you are willing to go that extra effort like you and I, I think that goes a long way. Um, that is another podcast I'm writing it down right now. That'll be the next one we have. And I am so about customer experience and being, you know, one-on-one -on -one and helping and the whole bit. So that's awesome. <laughs> We're going to do that one too. Um, all right, now listen, just to get started, so let's just get into the meat of this, guys. We are really going to get some actionable things today and also just some um, fundamental um, reasons and um, benefits from why you should do what Jay Hunter's company is doing for you, why you should utilize that. So we'll get started with Jay. I just want you to explain to, to the audience here, why did you get into this business? And we're talking about virtual assistants, and maybe you could just give us a little idea of what that is and why you got into that business. Sure. Well, uh, obviously, the one thing that we do not have enough uh, on this earth is time. Uh, time is something that is consumed every day. We never have enough of it. <laughs> and um, we always wish that we had more time. Mm -hmm. So 
um, you know, as a project manager and IT administrator, uh, you know, in my, I, I call it the corporate job, um, it was really challenging to uh, really manage my business. And, you know, you have so many uh, emails and projects and spreadsheets and meetings. You're trying to juggle that, you know, having someone to actually help you navigate all that and still look professional and stay on top of everything oh, it is just absolutely critical to any business. Uh, a virtual assistant is basically an assistant who helps you um, just like an assistant would in real life, except it is virtual. Um, now, with the global economy that we have now, there are definitely some benefits out in the virtual world. A lot of the emerging economy is uh, also... Uh, you know, having high-speed internet now, so you can have not just limited to um, where you geographically are. Of course, that is beneficial from a cost standpoint because you can get a significant uh, cost reduction, you know, utilizing the international market. Um, you're looking at a wage in the Philippines around 7 to $10 an hour, depending on the types of services that you need, whether it be, you know, web development or someone to help answer phone calls or just do lead generation for you and finding contacts. I mean, there's just so many different things that we need to do for our businesses, but it's so time consuming and our time is better spent elsewhere. And so you saw that where you were in the corporate realm, and I've been there too. So in the corporate realm, you see I'm completely inundated. I cannot even do my job as good or as well as I could do it, so I need some help. So you saw that you could leverage a little bit of that expertise of someone else on a budget, and you did that. And so over that period of time, you learned how to delegate um, to people and what should be delegated. And at the end of this, I'd actually like to know just a few things that we could um, delegate as solopreneurs and as small business owners, whether you have a brick and mortar or you're just getting started um, in your internet, uh, in the internet realm and getting your website up and your social media. So at whatever stage, you can still delegate some tasks out. So just real quickly, let's get into what does delegate even mean? So what is delegation, Jay? Sure. So anything that you can come up with instructions for, and you can actually train someone to do is definitely a great prime candidate to be delegated. Um, for example, every single inbound email that we get at our company, vastaffer.com, is sourced by the virtual assistant team. Uh, Kavika, who is my own, I guess, <laughs> I, she's technically on the project success team, but she's really my own virtual assistant. Um, she vets all the inbound inquiries and, and tries to filter and see which ones are a good fit for us. And it lets me get to the point to where I know I have a very short list of things that I need to do on a daily basis instead of being overwhelmed and waking up and looking at all these different things that I need to do. I have a very clear and concise agenda for the day. Now, things that are able to be delegated are, of course, things that can be repeatable, right? So they have to make sure that this is a task that is repeatable. For example, um, I do a lot of cons consultation for uh, interior designers and internet marketers, and uh, obviously you work with me with a lot of them. Mm -hmm. But um, 
it's always good to have fresh leads, right? People that are potential clients. So one of the things that I do on a daily, or I used to, is go and actually find people on LinkedIn who are candidates to actually work with me and it could actually be a potential client of mine. So every day I have my team members go on and follow a very specific process to find and validate and verify clients or potential clients that that would be a great fit for us and actually just get their contact information for me. That's really valuable to always have fresh leads. So that's an example of delegation. That's perfect. And it's something, like you said, that's repeatable. You can train someone else to do it. You can give them the criteria, the search criteria and all that, and someone can take off with that. And think of how much time, well, number one, hopefully you're doing lead generation. Okay, and that'll be another conversation, another podcast. But definitely if you're doing lead generation, you know it takes time to pick through all the people that you want to work with or whom you want to come into your your virtual doors. So um, that I can... It takes tons of time off your off your plate and then what can you do with that so I guess the whole purpose of that leveraging is to free yourself up so that you can now do another part of your business you know uh, whether it's lead nurturing now or um, maybe restructuring a part of your business or taking the next step for growth or whatever that is you know getting your infrastructure down so that you can um, prepare for that growth or whatever so that's I mean, that's awesome. So we covered really why someone would delegate, but can you get a little more into like the why and how do you delegate? So what is the kind of, how do you do this? And you can get as as detailed as you want to, or, you know, however you want to answer that. I think you actually just hit the nail on the head earlier because there's a lot of things that we can do. You know, we can do anything and we can do everything. But you shouldn't because it's really a huge waste of value of your time. Mm -hmm. How much is your time really worth? You know, I know what my time is best doing, which is revenue generating activities. And that there, that those three words (laughs) put together, revenue generating activities, these things are where the money is. This is having your one-on-one meetings with your clients. These are your consultations. These are the services that you provide. This is going to the meetings. These are the things that I do, okay? This is the thing as an internet marketer or consultant or a coach or whatever type of firm that you have. If you have a brick and mortar business, there are things that create and create value. Looking at a spreadsheet and copying pasting names or numbers is not a revenue generating activity Uh it is definitely not the best value of your time if you're if you are your own secretary then you are doing it wrong you really need to make sure that you are focused on whatever brings in the most money to your business okay perfect if you're let's let's take this from a sales perspective you're a salesperson and now this is something that we do a lot at our company we do virtual sales assistant virtual sales agents, basically, we go out and we find all of these contacts for people, for all these sales agents, so that they can actually make these phone calls and try to drive these calls. Or they put them in autoresponder campaigns, they put them in different tools like Outreach.io and other, other great lead nurturing campaign tools that 
it's just it's so time consuming to go out and find these things. It's not revenue generating activities. Your revenue generating activities are following up on that lead, contacting that lead, calling that person, having a meeting with that person, having lunch with that person. That's what your time is better spent with. So whatever your business is, there's always things that are revenue revenue generating activities. And that's really the focal point. Every single business has revenue generating activities. That's what you need to be focused on. And you need to have everything else that is not actively creating you revenue should be done somewhere else. That's perfect. And let me just you kind of hit on something too. Just in general, this is my experience. Your cold traffic or your hardly warm leads can be handled automatically and by someone else okay so your your initial lead generation can be handled by someone else so getting people in the door okay and that should be a constant stream of traffic coming into your doors okay leading people into your sales funnel and that'll be another day as well if you don't if you're not familiar with what a sales funnel is and then on the other side of that so now you have the people who have they're your clients now, they've bought from you, they've spent money with you. Now it's time to either take them to the next level or create partnerships and take that relationship to a different level because that's really when the money starts coming in. And this is something that people don't know. They sell to people once and they let it go. They say, okay, I made my money, I'm good. But that lead nurturing or that client um, relationship and that, that development of that takes a while and you can continue to sell to those people, especially if your business is growing with the people that are already in your funnel. So you don't stop there. You continue to, those people that have already, you've developed that relationship with, you can continue to keep them in your funnel or further down your funnel or to now at an advanced level do some partnerships, some JVs and kind of move on down the road with them. So don't leave those people alone, but automate all that other stuff so that you can really get into the the more advanced and the upper level parts of your business now and really make that money. And like Jay Absolutely. was saying, that's where you need to be. Yeah. So I totally And, and you're right. I mean, and I, and I, if you're really focusing on your company correctly, you will have an automated system before your virtual assistant is engaged because your virtual assistant's time is very valuable. If you're doing a very successful business and you're very busy, you do not have enough people. Automation is key. You want to have it filtered and segmented so when people contact you, they have an email automatically sent to them. They're put into a list. That list is nurtured. And, and all you need to do is go in and look at this person and find out what they're doing. I mean, uh, you and I, of course, using Conversion Marketing 101, so we know what people are doing on our websites. Mm -hmm. They're tracked. That's right. <laughs> they have complete automation systems that's integrated with our website. I mean, it's there's just, you know, automation is the only way to cut down manpower, that's right. right? You're gonna have to have a person with a brain at some point. So what can you have done until that point? Because right. the more that you can have done automated until that piece, that's it. So let me get into the, a little bit more about what not to delegate. Perfect. Because we talked about what to delegate. We didn't talk about what to, not to delegate. You do not delegate relationships. You are in charge of the relationships that you build. And you need to foster those relationships. You should be actively engaging with your current clientele. And you should be actively engaging with your potential clientele. That's really what business is about in any industry. So 
with that said, you know, one of the things that, that really does it for me, and, and I think everybody kind of should have this whole aha moment in their lives, is that there comes a point in time when you realize that you're either working too much, you're doing 18 hours a day like I was doing, <laughs> you're doing 12 hours a day, whatever it is, you're not spending time with your family, and there's also a cost benefit of that because you there's you can always say, look, I, I can work and do all of this stuff. Yeah, that's fantastic. But talk about your quality of life. Mm-hmm. You know, can you work? Can you can you take a day off? A lot of people can't take a day off. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I was that way for many, many years. I mean, you just can't take a day off. Um, you know, if you genuinely think about your time, you will you will have to make an investment of your time. And this is a disclaimer I put on everybody ever working with a virtual assistant or even an in-house assistant. You must invest the time and you must be ready and patient to invest the time into developing out your team and your standards and your processes. Mm -hmm. See, you have to have these processes because if you don't actually develop a here's step one, step two, step three, maybe some screenshots. I like to use a program called Tiny Take, which is a video capture service. It's free. You can record five-minute video clips. You want somebody to do something, it's repeatable. And guess what? If that person leaves or if, if they have a baby or they need a day off, because, yeah, virtual assistants need a day <laughs> off too, that, that, <laughs> that at some point in time, someone can actually look at these instructions and say, oh, yeah, this makes sense. You know, I get so many people that come to me because they've gone and hired their own virtual assistant and they've spent all these months training this person and then they just disappear or they've moved on or they quit or whatever the the reason is. And then they have to start all over again. And it's like, oh, it's so frustrating. Please do yourself a favor. Invest in yourself by investing in in your team. That's perfect. And you mentioned a tool. Uh, what was the tool that you mentioned, the video clip tool? Tiny Take. Tiny TinyTake.com by Mango Apps. It's lovely. You can take screenshots with it. You can do video recording. It takes a little five-minute video clip. It's free. You know, the mm-hmm. price is right. It's perfect. And I use ScreenFlow. I'm a Mac user. Jay's a Windows user. Uh-huh. Um, for Mac, Absolutely. I use ScreenFlow. ScreenFlow is perfect. Same thing. And I've sent many a video to Jay's team um, for me. And of course, you have one person reviewing it and then they have a backup. So they're reviewing it and you're not retraining every time. So I mean, that that's huge. And I come from a training background. I'm a trainer. So I'm really, really an advocate of training your people and freeing up your time and, and having it running on, again, automatic, right? You're going to you're gonna nurture that too, and you're going to do additional training, and you're going to check in and all that, but I don't know. I mean, the value is just incredible, incredible. I will, I, will, I will definitely give you this, Jerry. Yeah. I've been a project manager <laughs> for quite some time, and I will tell you this, and this is, this is a fact that many people try to deny. A project will consist of a variable of resources, money... But the one thing you cannot change is time. You cannot change the time on a project. The only way to change the time on a project is to put more money and more people into a project. That's the only way. That's right. The time is the same. The time is always the same. You can't fast forward it. You can't rewind it. You have to look at a cost 
benefit analysis of what you're doing right now. If you're not doing that and you're not evaluating yourself on a constant basis, at least a couple months, every couple months, you should be looking at your processes and saying, what am I doing here? Because I can tell you this, there will become a time where that indispe indispensable person leaves. And, and with someone who has 40 team members now, I will tell you, people come and they go. Luckily, I've had a very high retention rate. I don't have a whole lot of people coming and going, but um, that's because I am very patient. <laughs> and because... Yes, you are. <laughs> you could, I can tell you this, too. You will invest the time into a project. It will be in the beginning of the project where you can put your game plan together and you can put your instructions together and you can have everything laid out and ask questions and your team members ask questions and you get it all figured out and everything runs smooth. That's right. Or, that's right. You cannot do that. And you can say, hey, do this. And you, you throw a bunch of instructions out on the wall that just make no sense. You obviously put minimal effort into it. And guess what? The time will catch up, but it will be at the end of the project when things are doing very badly. And you have to save a lot of grace to try and fix things. So the question is, do you want to spend your time in the beginning of a project with very adequate instructions and tasks? Or do you want to have the time spent at the end of the project fixing all the things that went wrong because you didn't give adequate instructions? That is a, that is a perfect um, analogy. And I know it's used so much in business. You pay now or you pay later. Um, I think everyone's familiar with that. And I can just tell you from experience, you will not have happy clients if you're scrambling at the end to get things put together. So you're saving yourself <laughs> sanity and you're retaining your clients. Okay. So pay it up front. I promise you that's going to be best. And I, I'm sure I can get some Absolutely. people to testify to that. Yes, definitely. You know, Ugh. most like most of my client base, Jerry, they are people like you that are business owners. They have their own client base and they rely on me and my team to come through and do things for their clients. And if my team doesn't come through, it's their reputation that's on the line. That's right. A lot of people have that same exact issue. You know, it's your reputation's on the line. And really, you need to put the homework and you need to do the very best for your clients. And you should over deliver every time. You should always deliver right. more what you put in. That's right. And that's that client nurturing and that lead nurturing we were talking about, um, you know, the follow up and the, the what's next and the how can I make this better for you or how can I meet you where you are now? You know, now that we've taken you here, what's next for you? You know, those questions that you ask yourself. Now, listen, you know, this is a little off topic, but I'm just saying you're not going to get this in a lot of places. OK, you're not going to get this on a lot of podcasts that are teaching you about, you know, sales funnels and delegation and that. I mean, this is some kind of advanced business wisdom that hopefully you'll take in and really see it because this is a, a mindset and a concept um, that overarches everything you do. So you won't do any of this if you don't really understand the big picture. The big picture is you can only grow as far as you are. Okay, so you have your one person. If you're a solopreneur, small business, whatever you are, you can only go so far. You only have two hands. You only have 24 hours in a day, eight of which you need to sleep if you're healthy, and, and then you have other things to do. So do yourself a favor and leverage some of that time out. Um, I'm going to ask one more question, Jay, and then I'm going to let you direct them where you want them to go, and then we're going to wrap up. My last question is, I know there's some people out there that are saying, 
man, this is my baby. I've been doing this for 12 years or for, you know, two years or whatever it is. And I built this thing from the ground up. There's a cartoon that says, I, I was born here. I'm going to die here. Okay, so people are going to hold on to those things, you know, if it kills them. So in your experience, what can you say to those people that say, oh, pfft, I'm not handing that over. I'm not going to let somebody manage that spreadsheet for me or check my inbox for me. Or what do you say to those people? And we may have already covered it, but if you could just say one more thing to those people that are saying, I'm not feeling real good about this. What do you say to those people? You have a very defined amount of hours you can work in a day. I don't think anyone can work a full 24 hours. I guess you could, but then you probably need some sleep and recovery. (laughs) But I will tell you that, you know, I'm a control freak, too. So I actually relate a lot to what you just said. And I hate delegating, believe it or not. I actually despise it because I like to have full control over my projects. And that's something that I've had to deal with personally. I think it's mainly actually, (laughs) I think it's a personality or something issue. But, but what I can tell you is that um, I think when someone delegates correctly and they feel that first sigh of relief that, you know, they can actually have trust in mm-hmm. someone else to actually help them do things that typically they would do, boy, that first day off, that first couple hours going into sleep at a good hour... Um, having that extra time with your family, you know, that stuff is really valuable. Um, you know, I, I have been able to, you know, going back to the intro you gave of me, I have been able to really pursue my passions and, and spend more time with my family now and, you know, travel and, and, you know, really for the first time in my life this year has felt like a huge burden relief because I know that I'm so confident with my team. And I'm so confident with the instructions and delegations that I am able to produce that I know there's going to be hiccups along the way. That's just how it works. You know, working with anybody, whether it be a virtual assistant or someone right there um, in your own office. But what I can tell you is that my time is worth more. And I think a lot of people really need to think about how much their time's worth. And maybe your time isn't worth much. Maybe that's a, an image problem that you have right now for yourself. <laughs> I'm not a psychologist. Mm-hmm. But, but what I can tell you is that once you find out the things that you do love to do and the things that you do not love to do, I would start with the things you do not love to do and start finding a way to process those and turn them into a task so that you can focus on what you love to do. That's perfect. And you hit the emotional side of it, which is something we had maybe missed throughout this entire um, uh, interview. The emotional side of it, I think, is more powerful than anything, um, because if you want to grow your business, you need to have some help. And if you're not spending the time you want with your family or you're just you just can't reach that that sales milestone that you want so that you can um, send your kid to college, you know, all those things that you really want and why you started this business in the first place. um, If you're not hitting that, you need help. I mean, you know, don't, don't let yourself get completely worn out. And, and really, you know, the statistics say that 8 out of 10 businesses will fail. Um, and I believe it's within the first um, 12 months. 
So I, I don't want you to be one of those eight. All right, so get yourself some help. And Jay has a great deal. And I, what do you offer clients who have never tried a virtual assistant before? They've never been on your website before. And then um, talk about your special as well. And we're going to wrap up. <laughs> oh, oh. You know what? I don't even want to give a special because <laughs> I, I think that what they can really learn here is just how to delegate. You know, I mean, if you guys really understand how to delegate, you can see if this is something that you want to try out. Um, I'd love to just, you know, hear from you, you know, download, you know, if you just go to vastaffer.com forward slash Jerry, G-E-R-R-I, you will get uh, a little sign up form to download the top 10 virtual tasks that our clients give our virtual assistants to do. This is something that our clients delegate every day to our virtual assistants. I basically compiled a top 10 list of the things that we do on a daily basis and people love it. Um, I got some virtual assistant tips that can really help you in processing what you do in your business and give you some examples of things that you probably shouldn't do yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and the special is <clears throat> really that you get me peeking in there every once in a while. <laughs> You get some awesome uh, team member slash project managers that Jay has in there. I mean, you're, you're going to be nurtured, okay? You're going to be taken care of. You're going to be walked through the process. You're not alone. We're not sticking you out there taking your spreadsheet and, and mangling it all up for you. Um, it's going to happen. It's going to be really beautiful. And like Jay said, when you take that final sigh of relief and it's like, oh, my gosh, this is off my hands right now. I don't even have to babysit it. I don't have to do it. I don't have to spend three hours a week on it. You're going to love it. Love it. So, yeah, so that's VA and that's Victor Alpha Staffer, vastaffer.com forward slash Jerry, G-E-R-R-I. Go there and pick up that tip sheet. It is awesome. I've read it. And, um, and I'm all over it. So y'all go do that. And I appreciate y'all listening today. Uh, next time, we're going to really, you know, we hit on something today that I want to get into. And I, I was very serious when I said I was going to write it down. Customer experience. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that in our next episode. So you guys stay tuned. And as always, to your success. Jay, thanks so much for uh, coming on with me. And um, man, this is good stuff. I'll have you on again. Will you come back? Oh, you've been <laughs> a client of mine for three years. You've managed <laughs> many projects for me and my clients. <laughs> this is a fruitful relationship that I love to foster. Awesome. Woohoo. All right, cool. Thanks, y'all. I'll, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Are you bogged down with too many tasks and need a fix now to save your business and your sanity? If so, claim your free strategy session with Jerry today at jerry.setmore.com where she'll find solutions to rescue you and your business from failure. Remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes and share on social media. You can also go to the website at paychecktoprosperity.com forward slash podcast and click the subscribe button after you download the show notes.